Yo, James. Yo, Shabam. Yo, what's up, dude? How's it going? Yep. Yeah, I had a very long day today. <laughs> you did? What happened? No, so I woke up early today because I thought I was going out to fish because I wanted to try to go fishing today. Uh-huh. And I didn't have, like, a bag to put my, uh, like, stuff in, like, you know, like, tackle box, everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I scratched that. Then I went outside, and my fire pit blew over. So I had to pick up everything that was in the fire pit. And uh, it's just been a rough day. I hope your day's been better than mine. <laughs> oh, my day, I mean, I wouldn't say better, I guess. Less eventful would be the word. Yeah, what uh, you have classes today? Nothing. No, I didn't have any SAT classes, but I'm still doing some homework and stuff like that. But uh, are you I all done? Nothing much. As, you say what? No, I'm not all done. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't think I'll ever be done. And there's just so much. I don't know. I don't know why they give out homework, man. I mean, I know why, but it's just no one ever does it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I wanted to switch it up today, Shabam. And uh, I know, uh-huh. I know, I've been telling you about this, and I wanted to make today a uh, a political podcast episode. All right, I'm down. <laughs> All right. All now, right. now right. one thing I wanted to talk about was we obviously live in the suburbs, correct? Yes, indeed. Now we're not far from the city, right? Yeah, we're like what thirty minutes away. Yeah, thirty, forty-five, maybe with traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, twenty if you're speeding. Yeah, twenty if you're speeding or taking a helicopter. <laughs> um, I, don't, I, I think it's like it's it's. I mean, on a train ride, it would be not that long either. Like maybe ten, again, ten to twenty minutes for a train ride, depending on what train you take. Yeah, because there's no traffic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and obviously, it's not the the most you know it's not the nicest city anymore you know you see you know there's there's homicides there's you know crimes out the window yeah, you know that's that, in every city though I think. yeah i know i know but I mean, but philadelphia has uh, yeah it's had a very hard day with uh with crime and yeah. with obviously the uh, epidemic the OP, opioid epidemic you know oh yeah 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 you know mess stuff like that and I wanted to get your take on what you think the city could do to fix certain problems that they have going on. Like, obviously, we got the, you know, whole coronavirus thing. But, I mean, I think everyone knows about that right now. But, obviously, the thing they're not focusing on, or I think they should focus more on the city, is, you know, obviously controlling, you know, their, their drug epidemic, everything like that. And I wanted to get your opinion on what you think they should do or what measures they should take to fix it. Well, I think um, I think we should leave it to the the governor of Pennsylvania. I mean, recently Tom Wolf was trying to legalize marijuana, which I'm I don't know why I'm just against it because it, it it's it's harmful to the body. I mean, many people say, oh, nobody's died of uh, marijuana or it's it's used medically and it's a remedy or something, but. Sure, if it's it's used if it's used medically, then that's fine because a doctor knows what he's doing. There's prescriptions like same like same with other drugs that are harmful but can be used in medicine practice. Like 
antidepressants or like pain suppressants like Percocet and stuff like that. Like these rappers and all of them are like glorifying it in their songs and stuff. And then it it shows like it um it shows like an influence. It's a bad influence on these younger generations that listen to these to these songs and think, oh, Percocets and Molly is cool when it's it's let me go try it, you know? Yeah, it's like it's like that that's my whole thing. Like I like I understand like, you know, there are certain things you can do. Like obviously marijuana, you know, it can be used, you know, for many things. Obviously, you know, but the only thing that I am against is people using it just to make themselves look cool or make it look like oh I can just use this because I see, you know, this rapper doing it, or I see that I saw this in like a music video. So why don't I try it? You know, the reason why it's called prescription. You need to have a medical reason to to take it. You can't just do it just to get high or try to like be cool and stuff. That's just useless. You're harming your own body and yeah, potentially you're harming other people as well. You're potentially harming other people if you're like if you couldn't be harming other people. Me, like I, I wouldn't say. I guess alcohol is a drug because I like yeah. like alcohol like when you get drunk and stuff you lose control of your body and then you can be like getting into fights and stuff like Conor McGregor he's uh, infamous for getting into bar fights. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't want to mess with him. <laughs> yeah, but but like that's the one thing is like. You see, like I remember at one point in the news, you know, every everybody was like, oh, you know, talking about. Obviously, you know, the president, like, you know, like they're saying, oh, he he uh, he's horrible to women. He says horrible things, you know, on recording. He was caught saying one horrible thing, you know, which I don't think anyone should ever say, you know, and, you know, I mean, but you look at it, most rappers that you support, they're glorifying it every single day and every single song they promote. And I think about yeah, it. You have way. to understand, though, the president has held at a higher standard. No, I know. I understand that. Like, I, I totally, like, I yeah, think yeah. what he said there was, you know, yeah, like, no, wrong. I, and I, we, can both, every way. we can both agree that, like, little, yeah. like, objectifying and glorifying women is not right. But for yeah. Trump to, like, let's take, for example, Lil Pump versus <laughs> Donald Trump. Who would you, who is more respected? Like, who should be more mature, the president or some random rapper? I obviously like, the president yeah obviously, obviously the, president. the presence they have to be more yeah. mature because they they represent our country they're the face of our country for those four to eight years if you get reelected. and other countries yeah. I've, I've been reading like the past couple of like and since donald trump's presidency i've been reading like articles watching youtube videos and mm-hmm. i never realized how involved other countries are are in with our election and just in our general politics like the other countries watch our election and stuff as entertainment, but they also watch closely because most countries rely on the U.S. for many things, and whoever the U.S. leader is affects them seriously. And mm-hmm. I've never realized how like our like our election affects uh, like other countries. It's it's just amazed me how this election has. And it's not an international thing like in like other. Uh, countries are talking about it there's also the china the china china and russia uh, quote unquote interfering with the elections and stuff it's just america is a huge influence in the world and as president is done you can't be immature and make be making those comments while whereas like look these rappers 
these other countries don't care because they're they don't affect them. Like low pump doesn't doesn't um dictate if their like trade embargo is gonna affect them or blah blah blah. It's like that's why I mean like Trump is held to a higher standard. So he can't sure he can't be saying low pump shouldn't be objectifying women. But the reason why people don't bring up rappers is because the face of our country is objectifying women and shouldn't be objectifying women. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I agree with that. that. I agree with that. And I think, you know, and if I'm being honest with you, like I saw like, um, what was it? It was like an article saying like all the horrible things that such and such has done. And I'm like thinking, you know, the list they have there is so unfair. You go from from the 1940s who, you know, grew up with totally different, you know, ideals, views, and opinions versus someone from 2018. You know, the the world and, like, America in general was, like, completely different place and completely different surroundings, you know, like – and I think about it, it's like, you know, they, they have a huge time gap and they try to compare, you know, one side to the other. Yeah, and I think they really unfair. have – And I I really, yeah, and I I think they really have to take that in consideration because, you know, once someone hears that, that's one thing that that their mind is so stuck on. Like, oh, my God, they said this. Now I have to completely rethink the way, uh, my way and view of this situation. Like, if you have a huge time gap, that can affect your policies and everything, like, so much. And I think that's one thing that they completely don't take into consideration at all. Oh, yeah, no, because, like... A, like exhibit A, I don't think like for example like the people Donald Trump is criticized for the business partners he's had before, the friends mm-hmm. he's had before, and I think I mean sure those like Jeffrey Epstein for example, like he's yeah. a terrible person, human like scum I guess, but I mean you can't get mad at at Trump's decisions twenty years ago. How is he he supposed to know what that person was doing? You know, he could have just met the person at a party and said, oh, I might want to do business with this person because he looks like uh, a good business correspondent, you know? Yeah, I know. I I don't know why they use it as a as a attack now or as like uh, an argument now. Oh, you shouldn't vote for Trump because he was friends with Epstein. So he might have been tied with Epstein Island. We don't know that. Maybe maybe he has. And. But there has to be trial. There has to be, he has to be like charged for. It. You can't just automatically. An accusation is an accusation. You're guilty until yeah. you're until you're in, innocent until proven guilty. So it's I don't know. I don't think it's not. I mean that doesn't just go for Trump. It goes for everyone. You shouldn't be defined by the past mistakes or the past actions. It's how you improved and how you came from those. Yeah. Actions. Like, now, do I think Trump look, has improved? Maybe, maybe not. I yeah. I everyone really has current areas that. that they can improve upon, which I agree with. Everyone has time times in their life where they can improve, like improve on certain things, certain ideals, certain views or opinions that they have. You know, I I agree with you on that. Yeah. Like, I think of it this way: like you look at all the great things that he's done. Like, for instance, you know, like he has those. Um, what are they called? Are they called pageants? I don't. I don't really know what they're called. Like Miss America, is that what they're called? Oh yeah, those. He does those, and people may say, "Oh, he glor- he's glorifying women or whatever." But no, in reality, he's giving them a chance to show off that they have, you know, this ability to well, do something. I think, I think with that, it's just perspective. I don't think that's a 
that would be an accomplishment. I think that's just perspective on how. No, you I'm not know. saying I'm not saying like accomplishment wise. I'm just saying what he has done to help certain people. Like you, like uh, I remember, like I just saw the other day, like um, Floyd Mayweather. He said that you know every time I have ever interacted with Donald Trump, he was very respectful. He always respected me and my family, and that's why he's getting my vote. And then he went on to say a few other things. I forget, but that's just the thing. Is like. Media, I don't really watch that anymore because I think about it this way. Th- there's so much yeah. misinformation nowadays. It's so hard to believe what's real and what's not real. And the news anchors like Fox News being yeah. heavily conservative versus the others uh, being liberal. I mean, it's really hard to get news as news. Like you, because they're, they're at least political news. At least, like, sure, anybody can report the death of like three people. Uh, in a car crash any like fox news or abc news can report that but political news and stuff that it gets really biased because of the companies they're working in yeah it's like i there's one person i cannot stand i think is worse than donald trump and that his name is tucker carlson he is human (laughs) i'm sorry tucker carlson tucker carlson but it's the it's the guy on fox at night right yeah, he. Oh, there's a lawnmower right there. I don't know if you can hear that, but no, that's good. <laughs> you know, um, he's repeatedly tried tried to defend uh uh killings of black people from the police, and he's repeatedly tried done that, and he's lost all of my respect. And he's he's I think he's honestly worse than Donald Trump in some, and not in some ways, in almost every way, and. Like, when he's reporting the news, it's going to be really biased towards a conservative view versus if, like, CNN were to report it. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard yeah. to get unbiased views. But that's how politics is. Like, you, you're you never going to get someone who's unbiased. Because yeah, there's always going to be biased people on whatever conversation you bring up or whatever corporation you work for. There's always going to be biased views or people that you work with or work for. So I wouldn't be surprised. So I, I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I remembered, I saw like, I was reading, I've been reading a lot of articles lately. I don't know why. Just because I've been bored and I've been reading up on news and whatnot. Yeah. I saw a thing. It's like CNN on their chat, on like their YouTube channel uh, from like, I think five or six years ago, they were posting all this stuff during Obama's presidency. And it was about Joe Biden and like all the, you know, like uh, bills he signed and all the interviews he's done. And they were bashing him. Like, I mean, like completely wrecking his career. And they, you look at that to now, it's like they're idolizing someone who they were bashing five or six years ago. It's like they completely forget about their past interviews or past articles they've published. You know, it's almost as like, like you have to go back and look at, your research before you go out and say something to someone and make yourself look like a fool. Yeah, I mean, but I think different factors can be held because <clears throat> now that he is a Democratic nominee for presidency and since CNN is uh, really left, is a really um, far left group, they have to support him. I mean, I don't, I don't, why, who else would they support? Who yeah, else? it's obviously they're not supporting Trump because they bash him every day. Yeah, they <laughs> they they cannot stand Trump, and and honestly, like I feel like when Biden and Trump, both of them say this is the most important election in the history of the United States, I I I'm just like, 
sure, maybe that's true, but that's an that's an objective statement, meaning like that's so like opinion like I don't know how to explain it. I just I don't feel that's the most important one. I, I don't know. Do you why. feel like there's been other more more important elections than this one? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm, I I can't think yeah, of no. it off the bat, but I should yeah, like I, I don't know. I don't think this is the most important. I I, I think. I mean, I think it's in an important election, but yeah, I wouldn't sure. think this, this is, is like the most important. Like really maybe debate wise, yeah. Like maybe debate wise, this might be one of the most you know important debates, but I don't think it's the most important election in the entire. You know, but history I'm, of the United States. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the presidential debates, dude. I, know. I don't know why. I'm just really like. I, I think. <laughs> I think it's just because of, um, energy wise. You know, it's like, you know, you look at any interviews you do with Trump, and Trump has all this energy, and it's Joe Biden. He's stumbling on all of his senses. I'm just, I'm just waiting for them to ask those questions and have Trump snap them out left and right, and then see Joe Biden and him flipping back and forth through his papers trying to look for the answer. You know, I just, I, I'm with you on that. I'm really in, excited to see how these uh, debates turn out. <laughs> no, last year, or not last year, what am I saying? Four years ago when I was watching the Hillary Clinton ones, I, I really felt that, like, I'm not a huge Trump supporter. Right? I'm not, I'm not like a Trump supporter, but I feel like Trump knew what he was, like, he, he might have been wrong, but he knows how to debate and he knows how to like compose himself. He knows how to speak. He knows and that's what that's like that's how Ben Shapiro wins as well. I don't agree with everything Ben Shapiro says, but I you can Yeah, no, he, I think that guy is debater. a little bit crazy. He's a great <laughs> debater because he he speaks well and he knows he seems to know what he's talking about. Like he doesn't just pull facts out of nowhere. Like he just he defends the point pretty well and that's why many people don't like taking debates on him. Because it's yeah. intimidating. It's intimidating to see someone who speaks fast, seems smart, and speaks well. I think and, those, and things that they know, you know, like what they're talking about, and yeah. uh, and rapid fire answers to every question. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I, I actually had me and a couple of my friends had a conversation, and like a lot of them said, you know, like the reason they don't really, I wouldn't say like, but like support Ben Shapiro is because. You see where most of these people like Ben Shapiro go to argue with people. It's at college campuses where kids are, you know, right out of high school and they're thinking that they own, you know, they know everything about the world. And then here's a 30 year old man coming up to them and asking them all these questions about something that happened 40 years ago. Like, how are they going to know? And like, that's, I think that's why a majority of those conversations he wins is because they're just getting into these topics, like as they're going into college. And yeah. they don't know what they're arguing about or There's talking a, about. There was a BBC broadcaster or journalist that it was like it's like a viral YouTube video. It's like he quote unquote destroys uh, Ben Shapiro in an argument because I'm like I don't I, I can't remember what the argument was about. I think it was about I, yeah I can't remember. I think it was like be, about being gay or transgender, and then he. Pretty much uses his um own tactic against uh he uses Ben Shapiro's own tactic and he just he asked a thought provoking question that Ben Shapiro couldn't respond to, or something like that. And then Ben Sh- Shapiro just left the interview, and it's people with experience like that that can stand up to Ben Shapiro, not these high schoolers fresh out of high yeah yeah you know fresh someone who's college. had at least twenty more years of experience of either debating or just you know like politics or whatever in general. <laughs> 
yeah, not like some these, high school freshman right exactly, out of high school. These, these, <laughs> freshmen, these freshmen in college still still are trying to learn how the government and all that stuff works. So how are they going to be able to debate when they barely um, – it's just – I think it's unfair. But, you know. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I think that's one thing Ben Shapiro might need to work on is, like, going and talking to more experienced no, people. Honestly, than I think students. Ben Shapiro has – improved i've seen what his recent interviews yeah no his interviews have definitely improved i yeah he's improved he's way more mellow he's he's more understanding i think he's more he listens more like i remember he went on logan paul's podcast i don't watch logan paul's podcast like that i just watch it because it's such a weird the two weird interactions like logan paul and ben shapiro so i was i was like this seems interesting and it was actually but Shapiro was actually really – he had an open mind that, uh, uh, I guess, podcast. Like, having an open mind in a debate is also really good when you're debating. Yeah. Getting to know other people's, exactly. you know, opinions, views, how they think of certain situations. You know, that that's always good. I never would – if I'm telling, like, if I'm telling someone, you know, my view or opinion and they call me – you know, a racist or whatever before I can even hear their view or opinion. I think that's a little bit irrational. Like you, ha- I haven't even heard your view or opinion. It could be even more irrational than what I just said. What, why are you going to label me as a racist or whatever, you know, you, before I can even hear your argument or your standpoint, you know? Yeah. Like I remember I've had a few people call me, you know, like say certain things like call me a racist whatever, and I'm thinking – they don't know like what a racist is or a def the definition of a racist. You know, I I am far from that. Anyone who has been friends with me or knows me, I'm friends with everybody. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm I am a very outgoing, nice and genuine person. Like I would never listen to someone's view or opinion and say, "Oh, that's ridiculous." I would research it more and then tell them how I feel about it. Instead of automatically having me labeled as something that I'm not and completely irrational. Like if I were like, I'm not saying like, I'm just saying like, give an example. If I were a racist, Sir Bomb, I would not affiliate myself with you or like have a conversation with you or yeah. anyone who is not my color or my race or what I believe. Yeah, yeah. That is completely irrational. Like I am far from that. I'm like, I'm having a conversation with you and I'm getting to know you more and more every single episode we do. And I think that that's how a lot of people should, you know, get together now. Like, get to know the person before you just automatically label them as something, you know? Yeah, no. I, Whether it be friends or even family or whatever, you know, just get to know them. Get to know where their ideals and their standpoints are before, you know, saying all that stuff about them, you know? Yeah, and that's sort of the one reason why I hate politics because I – mean, I, I like I like talking about it and discussing, but I just hate the – yeah, the ideology and the like, just the concept of politics because it can really like distance. it can ruin someone's life yeah, and it can, it can relationship relationships. It really can distance relationships because, let, okay, let's say hypothetically, you meet the love of your life and then blah blah blah, all this good stuff happens. You guys go on a like nice little trip together. You guys really feel like you have a connection and you and you want to propose to the girl, right? And then. A random day, and then you do it, right? You propose, and she says yes, blah, blah, blah. That fun stuff happens. And then just a random day, you guys are talking, and then, like, and then politics comes up into the uh, into the conversation, right? Then you start giving your views, and then she starts giving her views. And then you realize, wow, she might be a Biden supporter. And 
and she realized, oh, he might be a Trump supporter. And I feel like that little that little sentence, like that little, really just distances people. Like, oh, when I, when like, I'm not gonna lie. When I first met you and I I heard you were a Trump supporter, I it, I kind of like second like I was like, oh, he's a Trump supporter. So then I had a preconceived like idea about like, oh, maybe he, he's like he hates black people or blah blah blah. And I'll be I'll be honest. Until, until I like put all the politics aside and then actually got to learn you and see what your ideal ideas and your stuff were, I realized that not all Trump supporters hate black people. Not all Trump supporters are racist. Not all Trump supporters are like, you can't just have a preconceived idea about Trump supporters. Like you have to first talk and learn and discuss like differences and stuff like that to really learn someone. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, Shimon, uh, I I didn't know that. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't want to, like, it was, I, I, I was, like, when I, because, like, before then, I, I always um, used to think Trump supporters were, like, all weird and just, just you know, in their own head. But then I learned, like, there's actually a lot of, like, Trump supporters that I actually are, I'm close to and stuff like that. Like, until, and I was, like, maybe they're not all that bad or something. Like, there's yeah. celebrities that are Trump supporters, and they're, yeah, they're and then not, people start bashing them and saying that, oh, I'm not going to support this person no more just because they support such and such. Okay, would you do the same if they said they were for Joe Biden? You know, it's like, why? Is it just the name that tells you not to exactly. listen to that person no more? Exactly. You know, a name shouldn't have to divide or separate someone because That's exactly what I mean. of what they view, like their viewer beliefs. Like, I, I've been seeing so many, like, videos where people, they're like, why are there majority white at Trump supporter or Trump rallies than black? And then most, you know, people out there would respond. It's like, it's not because he is a racist or we are racist. It's because they feed into the media. The media tells them if you are black or if you're whatever and you support a certain candidate, then you can't affiliate yourself with anyone else because then you will have backlash yourself, you know. And there are black Trump supporters and, you know, you know, Hispanic Trump supporters, whatever and whatnot. But it's the media that gives them that idea, you know, that they are going to have serious backlash if they come out and support a certain president or candidate, you know, and that's one thing that really gets me angry when they say that, you know, all his supporters are racist and all, you know, his ideals and stuff are racist, you know, but you haven't got to known half of the supporters, which there's millions of them. How are you going to label all of them as racist if you haven't even got to know all of them, you know? Yeah. Which is what I think you did. You, you know, you said you had that ideal that going into every, you know, friendship that, you know, all Trump supporters are racist. And then you saw, oh, well, maybe this person might be a little bit different than I thought they would be. Yeah, because I actually decided to actually talk to you more and learn about what, why you were a Trump supporter and why you Trump supporter. And, and what, like, and you, and you're literally my friend. Like, that's, that doesn't make you, that just shows that you're not racist. Like, you know? Like, yeah. And if I'm being honest, I mean, I don't I don't think, you know, I mean, let's be honest, like most people out there nowadays, Shabam, they they are, you know, certain people, you know, they stay in their own bubble. They don't really associate with certain people, you know. Yeah. But that's the thing about me is me being outgoing. I'm a very family affiliated person. Like I will, you know, like family events, 
family, you know, like, I, like even if it's a birthday or like even a party or whatever, or during the summer, I'll, you know, I, I love to, you know, make people laugh, you know, you know, bring a smile to someone like that's, that's all I do. Because if I go my day knowing that I made this person, you know, laugh or made this person happy, then what else would I have to do that day? You know, there's nothing else I can really do. You know, yeah. instead of thinking about myself and just me, 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 I'd rather make someone else's day better, brighter and happier than knowing that they're sitting in a room, you know, with all the windows, you know, all the curtains closed and by themselves in the dark. That would make me feel upset because then I would have realized that that person really needed help and I couldn't help them because I never knew about this person, you know, right. and I don't know. I, I feel like people just need to get out there more and just socialize with other people a little more. Just get to know them. And you know, no matter what their ideals are, I think they exactly. need to get to know them. Just put the politics aside because, sure, having a voice and voting is really important if you want change. But at the end of the day, we are all humans, and I, most of us want what um I mean, most of us want the same thing, and that's just freedom, like the just the right to do whatever you know, to have your like free rights, like unalienable rights. Like all men are created equal, Thomas Jefferson, you know, and then mm-hmm. there's just one equal rights for everyone. I think that's what it is in America, and, mm-hmm. and I don't think and- politics is the should be the should not be a problem when it comes to equal rights because this country was founded on equal rights. I mean, granted, there were slaves, which. That was a whole problem, and then the yeah, civil war. Yeah, that, that that was you know a terrible thing. Like you think about it, like getting taken away from someone that you love to do something that you were forced to do. That that just seems horrible to me. Like I would hate to get taken away, you know, stuff like that. In which, like you know, like you never know until you're in that person's footsteps. You know, like what they feel and like what their feelings are about certain topics. You know, and that that was just a horrible thing. And am I, if I'm being honest, like. It, I I see like people say like they, they they say horrible things about like you know their which everyone has a view to say about their country and like who's running it whatever you know I think we can yeah. both agree on that yeah. but you guys think of it this way too sure I'm like no one is you know like forcing you to like live here or like stay here you know well I don't I don't like that argument though because I I remember no, I'm not no I'm not I'm not making the argument I'm just saying like that's one thing that I've been hearing like people say like oh you know. You, you say so many bad things about America and no one's making you stay. Well, maybe it's the one place that they, you know, they can only go to. Like, they're exactly. afraid to go anywhere else. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to force someone to stay here just because of my ideals, views, or opinions. Everyone yeah, and anyone is more I welcome could, to go out and do whatever they want. Yeah, because, I mean, the reason why, like, when remember, I remember in 2016 when Trump got elected and everyone was like, oh, I'm moving to Canada and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the Trump supporters were like, yeah, well, if you don't, or like these non-Trump supporters were Shabab. I think we have some technical difficulties here. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, Shabab, you there? They these people can't afford to just leave the country and all this stuff be, just because one president was elected, right? 
So I think the whole, oh, well, if you don't like it, you can leave argument is really inappropriate. And it's it's not a good argument. I, I, don't, I didn't really like when Trump supporters did that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's acceptable to say to someone, you know, they, they can't just pick everything up and go. They have to take finances into consideration, you know, like, yep. you know, like how much money do they have? Yeah, can they survive? What rights they're going to have? You know, like what they're what they can and can't say or do. You know that, that I would never want. I would never say that to anyone. You know, like exactly. Like that. That's just that's just horrible to me. Like to think that someone would just pick up everything and go because of a candidate or whatever. That think that's just a little bit ridiculous that someone would suggest that. It's the like even with the non-Trump supporters who are like, oh, I'm yeah. moving to Canada, like. Come on, like you, it's ri- it's it's ridiculous. Like, just support your president and see how he or she does. Well, and don't you don't have to support the president? Or not support, just least. just see how they how they work, fun- like function, like see exactly. what they Give do. Give a chance at least. Yeah. Give someone a chance before you start bashing them, and, and seeing- then when the next election comes around, you can vote for him and don't or you or then don't vote for him again. Or it, it's you know, that see how he does. Don't just go to Canada. Just because it seems like a better government over there, it, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it has its flaws. Yeah, every every country. I and... heard. The, I heard the government is hugely, and in, in Canada, I heard the government has not paid its citizens owed money over many years. So I mean, there's there's flaws in every government, and I think I think we like we Americans are the most dramatic, the most impatient. The mo- like we just because it can be both sides as well. Republicans and Democrats are very dramatic, very dramatic. I mean, it's they blow things out of proportion. Both sides. I'm not being biased towards one. Like, yeah, every everyone, every 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 everything is dramatic around election time, and even though it's not election time, every everything and everybody is just so dramatic. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it gets really ridiculous to the point where you don't want to turn the TV on. <laughs> I, I like, try to stay away from all this politics stuff. Like, I don't Yeah. Know. I, I mean, I'll watch it here and there just to like, so that way I'm not, you know, like going in blind or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. but I mean, I won't religiously watch the news or whatever, you know, I, I just couldn't see myself doing that for eight hours a day. Yeah. I mean, it just, gets boring after a while. It's just the same old thing. Trump made a new policy. The Democrats don't want to, uh, sign it through the House of Reps, Nancy Pelosi, and then it's just all it's the same thing over and over again. They're just always butting heads. Yeah, I actually just saw a thing I didn't know, but did you know that Nancy Pelosi is 80 years old? I, I'm not surprised. Joe Biden, did, how old is he? 77 or something? Yeah, like, he's, he's up there, late 70s. So if he were to be elected, he would be the oldest. Yeah, Trump's younger than Biden, which yeah. I, I didn't know. And I just found that ama- like not amazing, but just like interesting. Like I didn't know that there was like No, Trump is old. I like when I when he was first elected, I was like, How does he have a ten year old son? Like he that's yeah. insane. Well he his wife a, young. His wife is really young. Yeah, I, I forget how old is young. he is. His wife is young, but I didn't even know you could I'm not going to get into the details, but I didn't know you could have a kid at 60 years old. 
Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to have that conversation. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that would work. Yeah, I don't want to know, and I don't want to imagine that. But I'm just saying, like that's yeah. His son Barron is what fourteen, and Trump's seventy something. Like, yeah, that's insane. And another thing is like they, like I just saw a video of them getting off of uh, Marine One, going back yeah. to the White House. Yeah, his son is. Yeah, so well so, at 14 so years old. It looks fake almost. Like it's, it's if it's like yeah, a classroom or someone on film. It's almost scary. Like it looks photoshopped. He's like six ne- two at 14 years. That's like LeBron James son. Like, yeah, I mean well, at 14, that's ridiculous. Six, and that's insane. Who knows? Maybe he might have gigantism, Shabam. Or he, he just keeps growing. <laughs> That'd be- you never know. He could be eight foot four and be president of the United States. <laughs> oh Lord! Imagine if Baron Trump were being. Honestly, I, I, I don't know. I feel like Baron Trump gets a little, <laughs> gets a little hate from his classmates, from be for being Donald Trump's. Uh, well, I mean, like he had no choice. It's not like he can be yeah, like, you're not my dad no more. So I was having like, this, con- I, I was having this conversation with my friend literally yesterday. Like, I, I, I can't imagine. Not how cool, like, I just can't imagine how, like, weird it would be the, to be the son of a president. Or the son of Donald Trump, let alone, like. like it, so his, much Donald hatred. Trump Jr. is a character in himself. Like, oh my. And yeah. His Instagram is just a bunch of memes. Just It's amazing, though. It's so funny. It's just, <laughs> it's just trashing Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. It's just. Uh, I mean, it's amazing I mean, to see how fearless sometimes he they can be toward you know the candidates and like the government I, I in general. Think it, I think it's funny like how like how he just he does not hold back on them. He just goes straight in and doesn't hold back. Like yeah, I, I, I I don't know if you follow this guy. It's like his name is Benny something Johnson. I think I, I forget his Instagram, but. There was a the RNC last night. The last night of the RNC. Yeah. Yeah. He was on camera, and then in the like middle right side, he's on his phone posting a meme about Joe Biden, like mid speech at the RNC, posting a meme. Like, I just thought that was hilarious. Like, you have that much time to post like something about you know Joe Biden or Democrats, or whatever, whatnot. It, it's just hilarious to see they don't hold back at all. They just post memes like out of nowhere. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Uh, They're always going to butt heads to the day the country is literally destroyed. Which hopefully it never will be. (laughs) Destroyed means like the world may be destroyed by like an asteroid or global warming or what knows. Who knows, Shabon? We could have, you know, a mass. Yeah, we, we could have dinosaurs roaming around. You never know. Honestly, yeah, with the technology progressing and if they use the same type of like process they use in Jurassic Park, like getting I actually, the ember and stuff I like thought that. about that. I it thought is, about no, that. No, they do that. They do that though. They it's a real. No, I know. Thing. They. I think I don't know. It was either a sheep or a lamb. They cloned it from like I forget, and it lived to be like really old. Yeah. I forget. It was like twenty like, years I old before it died. It's like gen- genetic modification or something. Yeah, mutation. Yeah, they, they do I, it in labs, but like really controlled. Like they don't do it on like big animals, like that. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, like they do it on what 
sheep, mice, and all those stuff. Like chickens, like, they cloned a chicken too. Animals they can <laughs> control and like kill easily. I guess if it goes out of hand. But, I mean, I it's just, scary, dude. It, it might be cooking up something insane in those labs. You, who knows, Shavam? I have had this conversation with my my grandparents so many times <laughs> about what they could be hiding. And like the government oh, yeah. secret the basement government of is... goodies or whatever they have down there, you, who knows what they have? They could have ray guns or whatever down there. For all we know, we wouldn't know. They, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. They, Lord knows what they're hiding. And like, oh, just so think about it. I think it was yesterday. I was on a walk, right, on, on Horsham Road, right, and you know that military base, like, no. yeah, and, like, everyone, everyone, knows, yeah, everyone <laughs> knows it. I was like. It's. I think it's these bases that have the like coolest secrets. Like, it's it's these type of bases. Like, where they're, they're in, like a small, like suburban town in the not in the middle of nowhere, but like not many people know about it. Unless it's right you, in the middle of there. the town. Yeah, like unless <laughs> unless you live there, you would know about it. But like someone from Pittsburgh's not gonna know about this military base. And then yeah, and I feel like it's it's those bases that have the coolest secrets and stuff. And because like. I think the government, the, the U.S. government, would do that on purpose. Like they're not gonna hide the cool secrets in a in a in the White House because everyone's gonna be at the White House. Like they'll keep yeah. it like in those. It's the most obvious place days. to put it. <laughs> exactly, and like I think Area Fifty One, and now that Area Fifty One is so well known, I think they're gonna try to like I don't know move the alien the UFOs to smaller. <laughs> Bases. Who knows? About we could like have Area Fifty Two in our backyard. <laughs> yeah, like in Stranger Stranger Things, the Netflix show. They had they're in the middle of Illinois, in the middle of nowhere, and they had this portal to a whole other world. And it's like I think it's it's those like middle of nowhere type bases that have the coolest things. But Just think about it, not not too many people can say that every few weeks, even days, there's military drills in their backyard not too many people can say that <laughs> yeah i, I can't I mean, imagine what it's like to live in washington dc in the traffic because of the motorcade i can't oh imagine it's like 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 it's just like a regular tuesday morning and then you have to close off traffic traffic because uh pre- the president's rolling through ta- town and then it's insane. like they do a, every morning they do a traffic report and it, it's just the same thing every day oh well you know, it's not. It hasn't changed from four days ago. There's motorcades from halfway across the world coming through my block. So w- what do you want me to do? I can't leave my driveway. <laughs> Especially during the UN General Assembly week. Oh my lord! All they, those that must world be leaders terrible. coming together. That must be chaos. That must be you, all those world leaders driving by your window. <laughs> all that security and stuff. I don't I mean, know how they get done. Tips off to them. You, you think about it. I don't know if they do. I mean, I don't know if they're – I mean, I think there is a motorcade. But, like, if, say, you're a mayor or, like, a senator or governor, would they have a motorcade for, like, that person, you think? Or do you think it's just for the higher-up people? I, th- I mean, they might have, like, a like a limousine or something or something nice. But they're not going to have a – they're not going to clear the roads an hour before and make sure all, like, the, like everything is fine. There's no bombings and stuff like that. I don't think they're going to do all of that. But I'm sure they have like a nice limousine, a nice luxurious like, everything. <laughs> like at least like a one bodyguard or security guard. And but like when like when but when you get to like the to the 
like the, to the Senate and House of Reps. Like I'm sure Nancy Pelosi has her own set of bodyguards. I think, I'm sure Mike, Mike Pence does have the Secret Service. Oh yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> Vice President. Um, I think yeah, I think it's the higher ups and like, sh- like I'm sure cabinet members have Secret Service. Just yeah, I think higher ups. I I guess governors and. They might have a nice fancy limousine or something, but nothing too extreme. Hey, listen, I've always you, who knows? To... Maybe within the next five years, they could all have the same Secret Service, everything like that. With the yeah, way the world is right now, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, but I've always wanted to ride on Air Force One. Yes, it's, that it's, is it's, one it's thing on my bucket list to do. It is ride on Air Force One. Pieces of machinery in the 20th century. It, or 21st did you know? Did you know that it's $47,000 a minute to fly Air yeah, Force I One? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that video. That is ridiculous. $47,000 yeah, a, a minute. It's, such, it's a little beast. Like, forget the motorcade. No, I know, but that, I just – that is unbelievable, yeah, the amount of money every that's, minute. That's some people's, like, paycheck, bro. Like, think of it, if you have a 12-hour flight, $47,000 a minute – you're blowing quite a bit of money there. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's the government. It's the president. I mean, <laughs> it's the president. They have they have money out out the wazoo. <laughs> they have yeah, unlimited amounts of money. Melania Trump re uh, redecorated the uh, White House garden. Yeah, the the Rose Garden. And did you see what they were saying about it? Yeah, the KKK thing. Yeah, like oh my God, are you kidding me? Like come on now, now they're just getting <laughs> they're just bored. Reaching. They're just reaching now. Not I mean, like, and that brings me that brings me to another point. I think, uh, Lord knows if Donald Trump has talked to any KKK members or whatever, but I think if they gave him the benefit of the doubt, is Trump doesn't choose his supporters. Sure, he might have no. an influence on his supporters, but Trump never chose the KKK to support him, and I don't no. think you should help hold Trump accountable to that. No, not- I don't think you should at all. Not, not you know, it's not like you can go to sixty-two million people and say, "I need you to vote for me." Sign on this dotted line, and I, I'm, you're giving your life away or whatever. You know, it's you can't go out and do that. They choose exactly. to support you and choose to show them or show you all of the respect that they can give you. You know, it, it's. It, I think that argument well, I, has been made so many times. It's like so ridiculous now. <laughs> I, I still do think Trump should. Uh, clarify that as a terrorist group because they are a terrorist group. They're a yeah. I mean, like you if know, he's gonna label people and uh, burning crosses on someone's lawn. I mean, I think that I would I would fear for my life if that showed up on my front lawn. Yeah, I don't know what I do. Yeah, but the thing is, it's only for black people and uh, non-Christian people. See, like yeah, I think their ideals are like you know non-Jewish, non-German. Yeah, something. I don't know what it is. I forget yeah, it's, what it's. it's Pretty much, it's, I know it's like yeah. it's like you know African Americans, Jewish. I don't know. Is it Irish? Are they Irish? I, I, I don't know, but I know it was. They were formed during like civil war and stuff like that, and they would terrorize black people. They would lynch them. They would uh like just do horrible things. And I think in all these years, no president. I don't. I think some presidents. I don't know. But they haven't been labeled as a terrorist group, but Antifa has been labeled as a terrorist group. Uh, Antifa, they're they're ridiculous. No, but if Antifa is going to be labeled as, if a far left group is going to be labeled as a terrorist group, then I think a far right should be labeled as a terrorist group. Yeah, I mean. It's only fair because 
how is that fair? Like, how is that fair? That if Ant- I honestly don't think Antifa's that. You realize what Antifa stands for, right? It's anti-fascist. It's, I mean, it's, it's anti-right, far-right, meaning it's a more liberal standpoint, meaning more LGBT and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think they should be labeled as, the KKK should be labeled as a uh, a terrorist organization, I think. In, in my opinion, just because of, yeah. you look at their history, it's not something that one would want to brag about. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. They're, they're, you shouldn't have bragging rights because you went outside they are, and you They're, they're a bunch of terrorists. They're a bunch of terrorists. And I don't... And, and, you, and you know, like, I remember when there was that... Remember that Charlottesville thing? Yeah, the, not, I, the rally. Remember. Yeah, 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 I, I, I don't remember it a whole lot, but I've been seeing so much about it. And like they were saying that Trump said that there's good people in there, and I, I think that he might have worded it wrong. Uh, you know, you think about it. Like, I, here's how I thought about it: Some people, when they grow up in a household and they want to think of, and they want to have a different ideal, their family makes them think. All right, if you're not thinking about how I'm thinking on this situation, you can pack your things and leave the house. You know, they fear because they don't want to leave everything that they'd known for their whole life and have been taught, you know? Yeah, and I, I feel I, like some I, of them fear to leave and say that they don't want to have that life anymore because then they fear that, you know, they're targeted, that they're, you know, target number one, that that's the main priority, you know? I think he could have worded what he said properly because a lot of things he says get taken out of con- like uh, conduct, I think, you know, certain things. And that can be with anybody. But they mainly take certain things that, you know, a president would say out of, you know, out of conduct, I think. Context, the word is context. Context, yeah, context. But I, I don't – that's where I disagree where it's like if you're in a KKK group and you're in America, and I mean, if you're in it, you're, all, you're inherently a bad person. There's no good person. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. So I agree. Trump can't say there are some good people. And you know, I, I, I think he could have said something besides they are good people. I think he could have worded himself a lot properly than saying um, there are good people on that side. He should have reiterated his statement into not making himself look as, as bad as he did that day during that speech. Yeah, for sure. And... I I mean I don't I don't know like it's I feel like it's only in certain states and certain cities that you would see them that kind of group pop up like I'm thinking yeah, I mean yeah. I've never seen I I, there's I, I there's been a KKK rally in Philadelphia or whatever I've never seen that before no I mean there's I'm sure there's KKK members in every state or supporters in every state yeah. it's inevitable but it's more prominent south because that's where it originated and yeah the deep south keeps like. <laughs> Like, but like as in the woods, north, like it'd be really, it. I guess it'd be really unlikely for them to be in like Seattle, which is really north, or like San Francisco, mm-hmm. like Los Angeles. New it would York, stick out because, like a sore thumb. <laughs> no, yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I, of course, it's died down more because. Yeah, um, I, I I definitely have seen it die down within the past few. Years, yeah, hundreds of years. It's not as prominent as it was before, you know. Yeah, for sure, that's a good thing. Um, and I I remembered, I, I want to, I want to, I want to ask you about another topic. Is that all right? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I was having a debate 
with a few friends and they asked me what I thought about, you know, the, the drug use in America. And I said, you know, certain drugs I agree with, you know, like obviously marijuana, you know, it has certain, you know, advantages and disadvantages. Cause my mom's a nurse, you know, she deals with yeah. people who have, you know, certain illnesses and are suffering from certain things. And that is the one thing that they prescribe to certain people, but they can't get it because there's so many illegal uses of it out there. Like, recreational uses which makes you look like a complete idiot in my opinion it doesn't do nothing to your image but just show that you have nothing else to do with your life than to go smoke a whole bag of weed because you thought it would be fun i think that's ridiculous there's people out there that need that need it and you're using it for recreational use i think that's ridiculous i think i mean this is a hot take but if we're using drugs as recreational use i don't support it at all i don't support yeah i, I don't I, I, I have personal use. i've had i i actually i have had you know like a family member who used drugs and it completely ruined his life like you, you look at what a person looked like years before that and what they look like that time they were using it they look like a zombie you know mm-hmm. someone who's using heroin isn't going to look like a normal person it's going to distort your features and obviously Philadelphia, if you go into Kensington, the most dangerous neighborhood in Philadelphia, there are, are people shooting up right next to a children's playhouse or whatever, you know, like where someone's getting, you know, daycare or whatever. And there's people Insane. shooting up like that. That makes your city look completely useless. Kensington, it's a neighborhood. That's insane. I, I've like, never like, heard of that place, but I... So it's not it's Philly. Like, Philly has the worst epidemic drug-wise, you know, in out of any city. You know, you look at Chicago or any other city that has a history of drug use, Philadelphia is number one on that list because of, you know, it, and our mayor, our mayor said that he would start looking into having safe injection sites. That looks and even illegal, worse. It's going to legalize recreational marijuana. Yes, recreational use of crack cocaine and heroin. That is ridiculous. I, I, I can't support that. I don't know if that's true. Um, I might have to read up. No, I, I'm, if you look it up, if you, if you Wait, look he's up... He's going to legalize up, recreational use of pot. He didn't try to legalize it. He tried to make a safe shooting zone, which is like a safe zone for people shooting up Oh, you so know, like a smoke, like when you're smoking cigarettes, like a, like a, a zone for you to just go. Right? Yeah, but then they, what this zone would be for people shooting up yeah, yeah, heroin, yeah. and I remember the debates last year when they were doing a mayor, you know, mayor, I forget, it's like election for the mayor of that of city of Philadelphia, and the one guy said that makes our city look ridiculous. There's no safe way to show up heroin without in the future ruining your life and possibly dying. Yeah, I, goes, I can't support that. I'm sorry. And he goes and then he goes, well, you think about it, he goes, we're looking into it. He the and he goes, well, we have a few sites that we might be choosing, but we don't know for sure, so we have to do some more research. And I said, and I was thinking like you have to do more than research, just get rid of the project in general. Why would you and why would you you know promote a safe shooting zone? Whereas people can go in there with drugs that are highly, you know, unacceptable and think that they're going to influence, you know, from this. And it's, it's not going to influence their life at all. It's going to ruin it. I, I think that's I a terrible idea to think that our mayor would say that. That's ridiculous. I agree, dude. 
hundred percent, I agree. Like yeah. our mayor has done nothing. He he is completely useless. First of all, we have a trash problem, a litter problem. All right, which every city has that, but our city, our mayor said, well. We are looking into it. He cut funds for sanitation by millions of dollars and said that it wasn't a, uh, a stationary or a, a useful uh, resource that they can put their money toward. I said, first of all, if you have litter in every single one of your streets and you think that is, that's acceptable, that's ridiculous. You should be just be ashamed that you said that because it makes your city look like a dump. And then you're going to go out and promote safe, uh, safe shooting zones, which is ridiculous. And then you have a, an epidemic on your hands, plus the litter problem. And you're going to try to say that they aren't uh, your main priorities. Well, what is your main priority? What are you putting your money and your time toward? You know, and he put it – he – I remember when he issued the, uh, the – Soda tax or whatever. It's like a, a, a tax on any sugary product. And I remember they hammered him on that. They said that this is a complete waste of this um, administration's time and money. You know, there's other problems out there that you can solve and you put it toward a tax that's going into your pocket than going into the city's funding. That's ridiculous. I, I, yeah. I think that's ridiculous. I haven't really read much, that much on uh, like mayor. I haven't really read much on him, but yeah, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to read more because that seems terrible. Yeah, if if you do look into it, you're gonna see a lot of negative things. He has said so many things that made our city look like it's a dump, and quite frankly, I think that's ridiculous. No one should be elected who's not going to do anything for the city that they're running. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. Can you hear me? I can hear you, yeah. I can hear you. Hello? Shabam? Shabam? I just want to apologize for all the technical difficulties that we've been having. Um, I'm trying to get a better setup and everything for this podcast because I really want to do a lot more with it um and really I'm just starting out and getting used to how everything works um but I'm trying to get a new computer to edit on I'm trying to get a new mic set up I'm trying to get you know start doing more opportunities with it like in-person podcast episodes um you know obviously I'm going to need better mics um for quality reasons but it it really it really does mean a lot that you guys check out this podcast, you know, because it, it really shows me that you guys are taking time out of your day to listen to it. You know, you may disagree or agree with whatever we're saying, but really we're just getting to know each other and getting to know our ideals and opinions and what we think is right and what we think is not right and talk about things that are going on in the country and in the world. Um, Everyone has their own view and opinion, and I don't think anyone should be labeled as something that they're not without getting to know the other person better. And uh, as I said before, I you know I, I hope everyone get takes something from this podcast and any other episode that you've watched with me and Shabam and whoever else may be on it. It, it does really mean a lot. I just want to let you guys know um, from the bottom of my heart and from the bottom of Shabam's heart, thank you. 
We appreciate it. Um, and I, I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you.